Adams, Adamly, Adamowski, Bueller, Burns, Burns, Burns. with that mic in your hand. It's time for school. Rock school. With your hosts, Dr. Joe Burns. Now, do you attempt, I know you said this is a hobby, do you attempt to make any profit whatsoever? I mean, do you, can you, can you sell advertising? Are you, are you limited at all with that? And do you? Class is in. This is the Rock School Radio Show here on the Rock School Radio Network. My name is Joe Burns. Sorry, Tammy is not in the studio with us today. Why? Because I have another wonderful interview for you today. Those of you who are sharp-eared listeners to the Rock School Show noticed about a month ago we denoted our first digital broadcasting affiliate, WBIJ hyphen db it's owned by alan and sharon womack it's something i just don't know about didn't know about how is it possible that a person can have their own radio station yet have call letters that are licensed by the fcc how is this at all possible it bothered me so i called alan and sharon and i said would you mind telling me absolutely everything you know about creating a digital broadcast radio station and they said fine i asked them every question i could think of now look i have to edit it a little bit to get it into the 59 minutes that is this radio show however i'm going to post on the same place that you're able to pick it up on the rock school radio show website that is selu.edu slash rock school i'm going to put up the entire uh, interview with them because it went on substantially longer than what you're going to hear in this show so for an hour today want to run a radio station want to put it up online want to be db digital broadcasting Alan and Sharon Womack are going to tell you all about it. Oh, and by the way, all of the music we're going to play today on the show is from WBIJ's playlist. Every seven days, they have a rolling count of the most popular music. So everything you hear today is going to be the most popular songs that have been played on WBIJ-DB. This is them. On Rock School, on the phone with me, Alan and Sharon Womack. They were the first digital broadcast. Their radio station, WBIJ, was the first to pick up the Rock School radio show on a digital broadcast, which is interesting to me because I know nothing about digital broadcast, and I intend to pick their brains for another 45 minutes or so. Alan, Sharon, how are things, and what are you, North Carolina? The mountains of North Carolina. Oh, the, does that mean something? Yes, well, North Carolina has got such a diverse geography. We have the 
uh, outer banks than the uh, sand hills and the mountains. So I grew up in the sand hill side, lived in the uh, beach side, Wellington, and finally have uh, ended up uh, migrating up here to the high country where it's a little bit cooler. Let's talk about this idea. Now, when I denote the station that you are running, I'm denoting a digital broadcast station, WBIJ. And here's what I want to sort of say to my listeners. What does it take to do what you two have done? What does it take to create a radio station on your own. So let's let's start with the very basics. Alan Sharon, whoever wants to talk, why on earth would you want to create a radio station in this digital world where anybody who has a computer could do exactly the same thing? Well, I guess for us it was a, started out as a hobbyist uh, situation. And it kind of grew over the years uh, where we were ended up managing uh, actually the uh, Internet's largest webcam radio uh, station. And what was that? Eventually grew, what was it, that? Eventually grew into our own. I'm sorry, what? What was the number one webcam radio? What does that uh, mean? What were you showing? Meet cam uh Internet. It was basically an internet video chat site. It's no longer there. It's no longer online, but uh, you could probably find it somewhere uh, in the archives. But it was a uh, basically just a video chat site, and a lot of the people there had their own little internet radio stations. Uh, we didn't at the time, but uh, we were we performed on their station basically. The two of us. And we drew quite a crowd. Uh, we've been doing it for a number of years, so they eventually asked us to manage their station, mm -hmm. which we did. And so we, we've developed all of the little things over the years that it takes to eventually run our own. Um, and it all happened gradually. We were just uh, put into situations where we had to sink or swim. So we learned what we needed to learn to move on to the next stage. And it's been an interesting uh, situation for both of us. Let's talk about all those little things. The biggest thing is, and and, and again, you, you probably understand, I'm from the world of terrestrial radio. I, every place I've worked had a tower, had a transmitter. You are WBIJ. However, I looked up WBIJ on the FCC website, and WBIJ was in South Carolina. But your broadcast emanates from, is it North Carolina? Am I right to have the Carolinas the correct way? That's correct. That's correct. How is it possible you were given online, because this is what people, this is what I thought, if I just wanted, I could create a website and I could start streaming a radio station. But somehow you carried a series of call letters. How did you get them? Well, I'll tell you, to be honest with you, WBIJ used to be the actual URL for our radio station. Mm -hmm. uh, it was short for Bijou, uh, which the wife's uh, dog was named. Uh, our station <laughs> was named after her dog. 
so we were radio, we were Radio Bijou, and we kind of carried that name. I looked up and acquired the uh, URL wbij.com, and we had that for years and years, and finally allowed it to lapse. And now it's currently for sale, so for thousands of dollars, evidently. But uh, what I did was I found the National Association of Digital Broadcasters online, and they will assign you call letters, uh, which you register. This, this is nothing legally required of anyone, but I did out uh, of the goodness of supporting other digital broadcasters, mm -hmm. signed up with them. They sent me a nice packet with official uh, lettering WBIJ-DB, which stands for the Digital Broadcast. Uh, so I acquired that URL in addition to the standard RadioBiju.com URL we use. So there's nothing legally required of any of this. It's not licensed or issued through the FCC or any other um, government entity. It's just something we chose as a URL uh, to represent our station. Okay, so, still have so to the rules. Yeah. Do, do it again one time, Sharon, I missed it. We still have to follow the rules. Um, they have a set of standards that if we are broadcasting, there's certain things that we are allowed to do and certain things we're not allowed to do. Um, Copyright-wise and royalty-wise. Question I have because I know what the sound scan numbers are and I know what the BMI numbers are. What what are these rules you have to follow? Are you allowed to play any piece of music just for the living hay of it? Or do you have to do some things? Yes, we can basically play any music that's out there, uh, copyrighted or otherwise. We do have to have to follow certain guidelines. We're not allowed to play uh, more than three of the same artist songs in a row. We can take requests just like anyone else, but we're not allowed to tell or broadcast those requests ahead of time. And all of that basically is to prevent people from recording, digitally recording the music and bypassing copyright and uh, laws, etc. We're not allowed to play from the same album, artist's album, more than X number of times in an hour. Uh, there are a number of restrictions as far as playing music and taking uh, broad or taking requests uh, that we have to follow to keep from violating those things and uh, getting into trouble. There's fines they issue. They can't really shut you down, but they can 
shut you down monetarily if they want. Now, you said the idea is to follow the rules of these people. Who are these people? Who who would actually levy a fine against you? That is the FCC. Really? Yes. Yeah, we are we are not required. We don't have to go by terrestrial or over the air broadcast regulations as far as obscenities and those types of things since we are online only. So like cable uh, cable broadcasters on TV we're not limited into what we can do by certain hours or any other restrictions other than uh, we have to follow these guidelines about playing uh, artists, music, and albums and so forth to prevent uh, copyright copyrights from being violated by people uh, being able to record uh, our broadcasts knowing what's coming up. So here's a question, Alan. How are you able to do that, but me, who creates a podcast out of a licensed BMI radio station, I have to cut all of the songs that I play on my podcast down to that BMI 30-second limit. But you're able to play the entire song. Where I'm, I'm, I'm trying to, to, to sort of, I don't know, jibe that in my mind. You're able to play the whole song, but I can't because I am a licensed terrestrial radio station. Have any idea why there's that difference in law-abiding? The Congress of the United States has decided uh, that digital-only broadcasters are required to pay royalty fees uh, through either, I guess, ASCAP, BMI, the rest of those, or through an aggregator, and in our instance, Live 365. Mm -hmm. Uh, So we we pay the royalties uh, that go to the artists and the uh, recording companies, etc. Uh, ourselves, we pay a set monthly fee, basically. But that allows us to play anything that we wish, uh, as long as those our artists are licensed, I guess, through the three or four major broadcasters. And we are limited to broadcasting in the United States, uh, Canada, and Great Britain. Uh, through these particular agreements, licensing agreements, uh, the other, each country has their own unique requirements, but we choose basically just to use Live 365 for our own broadcast.
if you don't mind telling me, let's say I want to set up this, because I told you before this um, this interview that if at all possible, I want to use your information to set up a DB radio station at my university. If you don't mind me asking, how much do you pay per month to Live 360 in order to be this online radio station and pay whatever you want? It costs us $72 per month. Really? Uh, for, that's it. That's it. Yep. $72 per month. They will provide you with all of everything you need uh, to broadcast for that price. So that includes your hosting uh, company. They become your hosting company. They will allow you to use their pre-designed radio station templates. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's a turnkey operation. But I chose to go a slightly different route because I prefer to be less restricted in what I can do with my website. Okay. And that's the only difference. So okay. I have gone with a cloud broadcaster called uh, Radio Jar. They were actually a Greek outfit, and I think they were purchased by iHeartRadio uh, a few years ago. But they they give me a lot more freedom uh, as far as being able to say, if you wanted to be a co-host on one of my shows or call in, uh, you can use any, any number of different uh, pieces of software or your phone, and we can take you as a, uh, a co-host or as a remote DJ, etc., and all you have to do is log into a website. That's it. So it makes it much simpler for us to have DJs from all over the world uh, on our station. A lot more flexibility. And as well, I'm not restricted in what I can do with the content on my website. So let's say I decide, I say to you, Alan, Sharon, let me be a disc jockey on your station. I will do the midday show from 10 until 2. I can log in to whatever system you have through Live 360. I can play anything I want, any piece of music. And for that 70, what'd you say, $72 per month, we're covered yeah. in the copyright of it. Is that correct? That is, that is absolutely correct. No kidding. That blows me against the back of the wall because... A, the broadcast station that we have, WKSLU, uh, the radio station I'm on, it it has to deal with SoundScan. Why don't you have to deal with SoundScan, which is substantially more money? Uh, to be honest with you, I think it all involves the amount of listener hours uh, that you have to report. Now, because all of our stuff is automated through this uh, software on the cloud, it uh, will give me up-to-the-minute information on how many listener hours we've had based on the number of connections directly to our station, etc. So it, can break, it basically breaks it down and lets me know if I exceed X number of listener hours uh, in a particular month. There may be some additional charges. We've never run across that situation. Define but, define a listener hour. What is that? That is the that is the total listening time in a hour, based on the number of connections to your station, and how long that average listener that that listener is 
online listening to you. So mm-hmm. we could have a uh, hundred hundred listeners uh, that have spent ten minutes each uh, listening. So basically, they just aggregate all the total total number of listeners and the total amount of time they've spent listening, and that gives you your listener hour results. Um, and again, we get. Uh, I think on my my Radio Jar account, I get unlimited listener hours uh, per month and unlimited bandwidth per month. Oh, come so I don't on! Have to even That's uh, again, there there are so many options out there available for you now. Uh, whereas this would have cost me several thousand a month when I first started doing this online. Nowadays, it's like I said, under a hundred dollars a month. Okay, time for our first break. Here we got to give our affiliates the ability to play their commercials, but we will be back in one minute to talk to Alan and Sharon Womack, those that run WBIJ-DB Digital Broadcast. Want to run a radio station? We're telling you how to do it today. Back in a minute here on Rock School. Explain the difference between a site visitor and a listener. A site visitor just happens to be someone that browses the internet, happens to run across you, or is aware of you and visits your website, interacts with your website itself, yeah. uh, then leaves. Uh, whereas a listener, if they come to your website, click a tune-in link, and actually begin streaming the music to their device, it can be anything, that is a listener. Okay. So... So the time that they have clicked on the tune-in link and have listened to you uh, or your shows or the music you're playing, that is what is actually included in listener hours. So you might have 4 million site visitors, but you may only have, say, 400,000 unique uh, listeners uh, to your program. Yeah. That's going to be, but maybe basically that's what's going to be uh, counted. And assuming, just depending upon uh, the service that you use, I chose Radio Jar, uh, basically because we started a nonprofit station initially. Right. And they offered offered us a sizable discount to do so. Um, but I'm continuing to use them, and now also using uh, Live 365 because I was having to do these monthly reports. I'm sure you're aware of. Oh All God, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, again, I. If, since I don't have to worry about that, Live 365 picks up my stream. Uh, it constantly monitors the stream so it knows exactly what I played uh, and how many times I played it, etc. It knows more more about my station than I do. Yeah. Uh, but they handle all of that reporting for me, so I don't have to be bothered with it. I pay the flat fee and uh, just do what I enjoy doing, which is actually running the station. Let's talk physical numbers. 
Okay, you've set this WBIJ up. You don't have a position on the dial. You're not between 88.9 and 107.3. You are, you're on the internet. Give me an idea of, number one, how long have you been doing this? And then number two, how many people are listening to you? Well, you want to give them the start? What was it, 2007? Oh, no, it was 2005. 2005. Wow. Yeah. yeah. We started out as DJs on someone else's station. So. Yeah, I remember that day. Um, going for the test run, Alan and I were going to go online, do our thing, and they were going to accept us or not. So it just so happens that day, Alan had a an appointment with his dad, so um, I I logged on, did what they told me to do, and uh, Alan left. And I guess she came back what four hours yeah. later, and I was still going strong. They didn't let me <laughs> off of that thing for six hours. <laughs> well, yeah. we have had the the numbers the numbers fluctuate pretty wildly, but we have had anywhere from I think probably six to seven hundred on some of our popular shows tuned in uh, to, I think at one time, I don't know how many thousands were tuned in at any one time, but we had 4,000 members of a webcam chat site that I created along with our radio station. Yeah. Uh, and we have people tuned in from all over the world. Uh, so right now, I'll give you an example. Our shows, typical shows, uh, not going to attract a whole lot of people because we've just started getting this thing cranked up again. But yeah. Your shows in particular, and we just had a, a our first hot new music live introduction show of an uh, artist from uh, Liverpool who we think is going places, and a local North Carolina band who's been around since the 70s, Bryce Street. And we had 670 people, I think, tuned in for that on a short notice. Your programs, uh, Rock School, have been getting several hundred listeners uh, at a time, and that's going to only get bigger and bigger as the word gets out. Again, I've, I've been doing this more of a, as a hobby until recently when we really started to try to add some new programming, get some more live DJs, and really get the thing cranked up. So the sky is the limit since uh, you're doing it through the cloud. We're not restricted by any hardware or software. We can have as many listeners as there are people that want to tune in. Now, do you attempt, I know you said this is a hobby, do you attempt to make any profit whatsoever? I mean, do you, can you, can you sell advertising? Are you, are you limited at all with that? And do you? Uh, we can do pretty much, again, anything that we want. I have done advertising in the past. What I'm doing currently is I have basically promotions and uh, spots that I put on there that thank my sponsors, uh, donors, for the nonprofit that we have. Uh, I don't have any paid commercial uh, spots going at this moment, but we could if we want.
What is the point of this? Just the simple love of radio? Is that the reason you did it? The fact that you just dig the idea of playing music and showing it to people? Absolutely. I think it's a, it's, uh, if you are a music lover, you know, the, the thing that uh, you enjoy doing most is, is uh, probably introducing people to new music uh, new artists they may have never heard before uh, that you love and sharing that with you know when you get a group of people that all love the same thing together uh, it always basically ends up uh, revolving around the music that you you enjoy the latest song of this or that band have you heard that uh, and we just so happened to grow up at the perfect time when uh, music was really evolving and changing so rapidly and, uh, and we're getting back there again yeah, so, yeah. and again yeah the internet is offering that experience all over again now let's talk about that internet audience let's say for the sake of argument because there is that idea and it's not completely untrue that younger and younger radio audiences, younger and younger people are not listening to the radio per se, but they're listening to podcasts. Is is this the way professional radio stations should go? Should they start thinking seriously about taking and buying their calls online and begin streaming it and maybe give up their broadcast license and I know I'm asking for your opinion so I'll preface it with that okay let me answer a little bit of that uh, they should have both uh, for the younger um, crowd they're on their phones constantly they, they're listening to music in their cars they're plugging in their phones um, everything is going Wi-Fi but then you have the um, listener base like us, we still have a radio. I still turn my radio on in the car. Alan asks me why, because he goes in his car and he plugs his phone in with the music. Um, so he's more like the younger base. So yeah, you, you need both of them. Um, definitely because, uh, the elder people need to listen to the radio too. Uh, well, I'll ex expand on that somewhat. I think right now uh, a good combination terrestrial and digital mm -hmm. is probably the best way to go because you can you can basically take what you've already got and add the digital component to it with very little effort. And just go to a Facebook page or, or a website, click on a link, and it's playing exactly what's on the radio. Yeah. Time to take our second break here on Rock School. We'll be back in one minute to talk to Alan and Sharon Womack further about their digital broadcast station, WBIJ, the first digital broadcast affiliate of the Rock School Radio Show. Back in a minute here on Rock School. have any idea 
the amount of uh, bits, bytes, mega, tetra, all of that, it, it, it seems to me that I wouldn't be able to simply grab a GoDaddy website and run it. It's too many bytes streaming. Can that be done, or do you need to do it in this way, getting on Radio Jar, Radio 360 and such, because of the number of bytes? I've done it both ways. I yeah. put together, I put together some uh, serious uh, iron, I guess, servers that I have run my own broadcasts from, and it's not that difficult. Uh, you can do it yourself. The limiting factor there is the power of that server and your upstream bandwidth. You can get. Uh, gigabytes or terabytes or whatever you want of bytes uh, downstream uh, connections, but that upstream is the most important in broadcasting. Define so the difference. Define the difference. What is upstream and downstream? Tell the audience what that. what's the difference. What does it mean? Well, when you say you're sitting in your home and you're watching a video uh, streaming uh, to you, to your TV or something like that, and you've got a 200 megabit connection, it streams fine. Most companies don't provide you with 200 megabits both ways, however, it becomes way too expensive for them. So you might get a 200 megabit incoming stream from outside into your home, uh, but you've only got a five or 10 megabit outgoing stream, so that if you try to stream that same video to 5,000 users, they're not going to see anything. It's going to be just static or garble or no connections. Okay. You've got to have a fast connection, outgoing or outbound connection, uh, for all these people to connect to your server to listen to your music if you're doing it yourself. Uh, that is the biggest limiting factor, and that's where I ran into a wall. It was costing me far too much money to keep a server going 24-7 that only maybe a couple of hundred people could tune into at any one time before they started getting kicked off or getting uh, horrible broadcasts, you know, uh, stalls and stutters, etc. Now you so said the cloud is the way to go. Okay, now wait a minute. You mm -hmm. said it cost you seventy-two dollars to be able to play whatever you want. How much does it cost okay. you to create that outgoing signal that, if you wanted, ten thousand people could connect to? Pretty much all you got all you got to have is a nowadays a laptop or a tablet uh, and some music that you legally own, and that's it. You connect whatever it is you have on your end, uh, however you wish to connect to it, uh, to a website. Once you've got connected to that website, you're set. Huh? And that's seventy-two dollars. And again, I'm going to ask again, how do you set that up? To whom do you pay that $72? I'm sure you've told me, but I'm, I'm so deep into this right now. To whom do you pay that so you can pay whatever or play whatever you want? We pay that to live365.com. And? We pay, the, we pay, pay it basically an, an annual. I prepay it annually, and they would adjust it. Uh, on a monthly basis if I exceed uh, the broadcast limits, etc. But uh, that way it's prepaid every year, comes out of my, uh, comes off my credit card, charged my credit card, and then uh, I pay that off however I wish. 
But that's pretty much it. So our are, situation. I was going to say, are you a twenty-four hour radio station? Do you have a computer playing music even when there isn't a live human being spinning? Here's the nice thing about uh, doing this on the cloud. With my Radio Jar account, I get 50 gigabytes of storage space. So I upload, I've, I have uploaded, uh, I guess, about 60,000 songs. Wow. Uh, off of all of my favorite albums up to uh, Radio Jar. And then I set up, just like you would on your regular station, I've got a standard rotation that I've set up. I've got my show pilots. I've got, uh, just like your podcast, I've set those up to run every week um, at set times, et cetera, and it's all done automatically. I just upload the stuff to, the, uh, to their storage space, set those up. Then when we have live programs, we just connect with our equipment here and connect, and it breaks the, uh, the live, the uh, automated automation. It, cuts into that we have our hold our live shows or our djs have their live shows once those shows complete it go, returns right back to uh the programming that we already had uh, predefined All right, so lay it on me. How is Rock School doing for you? Rock School has become almost instantly one of the most popular programs that I've ever had on the air <laughs> uh, or on on the web. Uh, <laughs> they love they love your style. Uh, they love they're like me. All the people that listen to my station are album oriented rock. So you're talking about the things that we all grew up listening to in anyway. But now we're still learning. So I'm learning things. Uh, that I, I'd haven't known about uh, some of the albums and bands and artists and so forth that I've been listening to for 40 or 50 years. Cool, huh? So it's fun. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's awesome. Uh, I'll tell you what, uh, the fact that you contacted me, and we intend to contact a lot more DB stations, but here's the reason I want to talk to you. The, the idea is, and I'm probably going to uh, talk to you uh, more specifically, and I'll have you speak to my students, I'm thinking seriously about setting up a couple of classes, one for the, uh, the spring and one for the fall, so an hour, a year long, and we're going to take the radio station here on campus, KSLU, and turn it into a DB. I just think it's the wave of the future, and I think if I can get 10 or 12 kids who are seriously into this, they could launch this thing, and I'm going to sort of do it on your backs using you to tell us how it's done. What do you think? Well, that'd be awesome. Yeah, I would absolutely love it. I can, I can at least tell you everything not to try. <laughs> we, can, we can shorten the process up considerably by telling you what not to try and maybe providing you with some uh, useful information uh, about saving a ton of money. Well, and like the program, the the, um, yeah. the DJ uh, setup. Well, these kids these days are they know uh, they're into everything. Yeah. And uh, it took me years to finally decide. Well, I'm I'm getting away from Windows. I'm going with Linux. And when I did that, I discovered a whole new world out there. Oh sure. I found 
found everything you would absolutely ever need for running a radio station completely free uh, with Linux. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I teach web design at my school, and day one, I send them all of these freeware and shareware links. Just say, stop using words, stop using Photoshop, stop using... Look, here are all these freebies, and they're just as good. That's that's what's it's wonderful. Not yeah. Well, I have been I have been doing I've been an authorized Microsoft reseller and so forth for all through these years, and it's gotten to be such an, a racket anyway. But everything is moving to software as a service online already. Uh, everybody owns a, either an Android or an iPhone, so if you know how to use your phone, you can use Linux, uh, and all the software is instantly available for free. Uh, very simple to use, and there's just like uh, um, just like web design basically these days. There are literally millions of people out there that you can use as resources. Oh, yeah. Find any get anything you want. Oh yeah, search. I tell them all the time. Whatever you don't know how to do, go on to the Google and simply ask, "How do I do this?" Someone's going to show you. Absolutely. Yeah. So, Alan yep. and Sharon Womack, they are the runners, the PD, the general managers, WBIJ, Bijou Radio, on online, DIB. Give us your website if a listener wants to run and grab you real quick. Go ahead. Uh, it is Radio Bijou, R-A-D-I-O-B-I-J-O-U-X dot com, or easier one to get to it. WBIJ-DB.com. Yeah. And that's how they find you. When does Rock School air? Click on the link. What's that? You just click on the link, listen now, and you'll be hearing us. There you go. And when does Rock School air on your uh, on your stream? We have it every Sunday afternoon since uh, you like mentioning Sunday afternoons on the show. We decided that would be the perfect time to put it on there. There you go. So, yeah, we have it two to four. Uh, we have it replay. We play two episodes every Sunday because we've gone back. I, I wanted to play them in chronological order. Great. So they've gone back to the very first, very first um, episodes. So we have two hours every Sunday afternoon. Then we repeat uh, that same two-hour show on Tuesdays and Thursdays, and I believe it is from 4 to 6 p.m. Uh, every Tuesday and Thursday. Uh, and then again, the following Sunday, we'll have a new show, new ep two new episodes. There you mm -hmm. go. So uh, they can go back and listen to some of your earlier stuff and see how you've evolved over the years. Mm -hmm. Just like we are. Excellent. And having a great time too. Yeah, it's just that. It's fun. I, I don't remember a time. I did my first radio show at 17. I don't remember a time. It hasn't been fun. Alan and Sharon Womack, WBIJ, I can't tell you how much I, I, I can thank you for running the show, Rock School, and talking to me for this show. Thank you both very much. Oh, thank you. Appreciate it. Enjoy it. Oh, good. That's wonderful. I hope to turn this into a couple of classes and do exactly what you've done. Thank you very much. Thank you. Bye-bye. Sure. Bye. -bye. Bye.